<laughs> it was the old time variety that they had on then. Two brothers, they had long white shirts, big black boots and a red face and big black painted on moustaches and they done saying dancing in front of a pyramid backdrop. My parents used to take me every week. Well, it felt like every week, but looking back on the finances, I don't suppose it was. It was very exciting. Well, the Hackney Empire was uh, built as a variety theatre by Oswald Stoll, who was a, a musical impresario. It was designed by Frank Matcham, who was one of the foremost theatre architects of that time. Matcham also designed theatres like the Coliseum in London and the Palladium. I never was the one to go and see myself. If I like the thing, I like it, that's enough. The shows were what was the new type of entertainment, which was called variety. Although it was still musical, it was a variety performance. As a young child, I think I was, must have been about five, six, getting ready, getting the bus from where we lived to the Empire, and then queuing up, and that walk up them stairs to the gods. <laughs> we did it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have great pleasure in announcing an important surprise engagement. And then, of course, once the show was started, it was all bouncing up and down the other side. Now, the makeup of the audience was quite segregated, actually, by class. Each class of people had their own entrance and exit. The gallery people and the balcony people would enter round the back of the theatre itself with their own separate entrances and pay boxes. My parents said to my brother and I, right, we've got a special trip for you this Christmas, so we're going to Hackney, and we're going to go to the Hackney Empire, and we're going to see Pantomime. Opening the door, being ushered into this emporium of delight, and I was mesmerised. All around was blues, red seats, and the gold glitter, trembling voices of children excited, show will start in five minutes time the music starts up draws you in into this mystical and magical world of theatre see the twinkle in me eye just come back from France that's why me and Bill went over there to spend our honeymoon well his first years the main sort of stars were people like Mary Lloyd who was very famous and she'd appear there quite regularly Charlie Chaplin before he went to Hollywood Stan Laurel again before he went to Hollywood and joined up with Oliver Hardy, Harry Lauder. And then later on in the 1930s, you start to get people like W.C. Fields come over, George Formby. We even had people coming over from America like Chico Marx and the Marx Brothers. Two-time Tessie, that's Tessie O'Shea, was a very bubbly woman, very big. she come running in and she jumped on the piano and she went right through it. And <laughs> she just said, uh, carried on singing and laughing. <laughs> the Hackney Empire actually closed as a variety theatre in February 1956 when TV came in because people could sit at home and watch Sunday night at the London Palladium and they didn't need to go out anymore to see their favourite stars and the Empire actually was converted into a television studio for associated television. Now that, that brought a new life to the theatre. Productions such as Opportunity Knocks with Huey Green, who played live every week. And uh, there was also TV specials, one starring Maria Callas and the other one starring Tito Gobi. The 
TV studios were then building their own purpose-built studios and it made the empire redundant and it became a bingo hall in 1963 when Mecca acquired the building. One of the things to get more people to come along to the bingo was they they actually had wrestling matches um, which encouraged a larger audience, a different audience uh, rather than the what we call the little old ladies who went to play bingo. You know, they they brought the husbands along as well to see the wrestling. I used to go and see the wrestling. <laughs> Never bothered with bingo, and these are some of the programmes from them. There was ones like Giant Haystacks. He was very tall and he was knobbly. <laughs> I remember one night he was fighting, and a woman, she was shorter than me, and she didn't like his opponent hitting him about like he was. So she got up and she was bashing his opponent with a handbag. <laughs> People had to get up and take her away, you know, just remove her and set her back down. After it closed as a bingo hall in November 86, it was taken over by Roland Muldoon who was heading a a theatre group called Cast, and they were looking for a new home, and they moved into the Empire, spent a lot of graft and hard work getting the place back up and going as a theatre again, and a hell of a lot of work went into that. Good evening, everybody! How delightful to be here on a Saturday night in the Hackney Empire! Well, we decided the genre should be called New Variety as opposed to Alternative Cabaret. Cabaret wasn't what we was, it was turns in the traditional variety, but it was new. You could say, nigger, cunt, up the queen, fuck the queen, whatever you wanted to do, which was a big breakthrough. Alternative thing became the mainstream almost, it almost could. This alternative culture became almost mainline. So the Hackney Empire was a beacon of that achievement. But also you had to feel that you were crossing the lines, like going to Harlem. She said about Israel in the paper the other day, it said, um, suicide... Bombers, strike. I thought there's never been a better time to go to Israel, do you know what I mean? Roland and Claire and, and the group of people that went in and occupied it opened it back up again, and that was one major achievement, and uh, survived you know, on not a lot of money for a very long time and proved that it had a viability, proved that it had a reason to be standing there in the community. Oop. <laughs> And then got my walking stick. I'm sorry. It used to take me about ten minutes. Now it can take me anything up to half an hour to walk through to uh, the Empire. I've always loved live theatre. There's so much more than just seeing the films. There's the atmosphere to it. I used to go a lot, but I can't afford to go so much now. But I've always loved pantomime. I've only missed one pantomime. My son still usually comes with me, but it's his godson's birthday today, so he's had to go around there. Daisy Daisy. Daisy Daisy, old music hill tune, played here at the Hackney Empire, which was originally a music hall. We're part of the Hackney Elders and we come here every Tuesday, 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, and we talk about different shows that are happening. And we elders, we didn't know anyone before, but as the time goes on, lots of people attend and then we get to make friends. We started off like three of us or four, and over the time we've gradually built up. Oh, 
I came a bit late anyhow. It's only this year I've started. <laughs> there's a mixture of different personalities. Well, there's Laurie, Tex. The next boxer, Tex Marsh. Linda, who was a clippy on the London buses. That's Howard, Walter, Clarendon. Well, next to me is uh, Leonie. Well, next to her is Tex, who's one of the original The maid of honour, our darling Kate, will be coming through this store in five minutes' time. They're going to present Kate with a bunch of flowers. She was our leader and we bought her a book, we'd give her money. Kate in particular convened the group a year ago to try and enhance knowledge of theatre amongst older people. And so when I joined, she, she was the one who was the, the driving force in getting the group off the ground and keeping them going. When everyone, when she comes in, say, she's a jolly good fellow. Yeah. I am Frank Sweet and I was... I was the head of programming for the Hackney Empire Theatre. Kate started working as my assistant, Kate Angus. And Kate came together with, okay, what is it they're going to do? You know, she'd find another topic for them to kind of focus on and it would be about the building and it would be about, it would be about what shows are on and, and they'd research about whatever show it was on, do you know what I mean? And come out with facts and information that we'd never even thought about. Some of us done drama. Then we looked at costumes, how they were designed. I personally chose pantomime because I was interested. This is obviously one of the key parts of Hackney Empire history. A lot of us can't afford to go to the West End. So to come to Hackney Empire, it's a day out for us with our children and our grandchildren. It's the only place I'll go and enjoy myself because I'm not a person to go out and party. And I've never been to the Hackney Empire and been disappointed. There's four generations of myself, my mother, my sister, my children and my grandchildren. It's become like a home from home sort of thing. This is our jewel, you have to say, the Hackney Empire. Um, at the moment, it's got a very wide community remit, which I think it fulfills superbly. It puts on things for all sections and all ages of the community. We've seen Leona Lewis. We've seen Once on an Island. Whirling dervishes I've seen there. I've seen On the Waterfront, Steve Burkhoff. I've seen some quite small children going to, say, watch something like Carmen. And you can see that's their first experience of opera. And they might have been intimidated by going down to the Royal Opera House, but your local theatre, then, then suddenly it's accessible to them. The next show, well, my mum's taking me, so I'm, I'm, I haven't got a clue, so she's treating me, so it's a surprise for my birthday. Well, my favourite show, I must confess, is Pantomime, because it gives you permission to be a child again. Pantos were always big at Christmas. They used to run sometimes from Christmas through to Easter in the early days. Uh, the panto this year is Aladdin, and it really is the best I've seen. The producer and writer is a lady called Susie McKenna. The panto is Aladdin. It's a Hakarnay version of Aladdin, by I mean Hackney, which is Hakarnay, an East Peking suburb. It's full of the multicultural flavour that we always have and we have the wonderful Clive Rowe, Cat and Tamika are back. I'm very proud of it, I'm proud of our team. Well, within the framework of learning about theatre, we found out the closure of the Hackney Empire. The theatre is going to close after the pantomime and the Arts Council are going to have a look at the funding and uh, the way the theatre is managed and probably, hopefully, within six months after they've got a new strategy, maybe a new type of programming will come in. 
Well, of course, we as a group, we were not prepared to just sort of sit back and say, uh-uh. Well, when we first started, Winnie and myself, we used to like, walk the streets and give out leaflets and pamphlets to different shows, but now it's closed in. We're giving out leaflets to keep it open. We started petitioning. We've secured 4,000 signatures. I went down to the House of Lords and handed in a letter to Lord Sugar, which is a hackney boy made good. My name's Diane Abbott. I'm a member of Parliament for Hackney North State Newington. I'm a big fan of the Hackney Empire, and I was very concerned when I heard it might be closed down temporarily because I believe that you can't allow a theatre to go dark because if it shuts temporarily, the danger is it will not open again. And I think that would be a tragedy. First of all, because the empire is not just a tremendous thing for the community, it has a real history, the empire. And also, the empire is the hub of that whole town hall square area where it's placed. And the council spent millions doing that up. And then to to close down the empire, just seems crazy to me. So, there are different ways as an MP you can draw attention to things. So I put down a motion, what they call an early day motion, saying how worried I am about the empire and that I don't think it should be shut down. I've lived in Hackney for 45 years, so I am back in the empire all the way for it to be in Hackney for the people who dwell and live in Hackney. Well, we're, we're more than a little bit concerned. Wherever the current interim chief executive has been, her tactic has been to close the theatre, supposedly for quite a short time, though in each case it's far exceeded the time it was supposed to be closed um, and I think the feeling is how can although it will lose less money there is no way that a dark theatre actually makes money and people find alternative things especially in times of recession to do with their money and alternative places to go. I'm Clary Middleton and I'm the interim chief exec of Hackney Empire. The thing about Hackney Empire not making money is that the business that is Hackney Empire doesn't work. So I could go on programming till I'm blue in the face and we'd just lose more money and we'd close the doors for good because it's not about the work not working, although, you know, some works better than others. It's actually the business doesn't work. (laughs) I mean, the, the future, for me, it's about keeping the diversity, keeping the variety, but planning it in a way that makes commercial sense. I don't think this should be a commercial theatre. If it's a commercial theatre, we'll sell it to one of the commercial landlords and have lap dancing and short runs of musicals. I don't think any of us want that. But it's about working on longer-term planning with key promoters and artists, about focusing the work so that audiences and our marketing department have something they can focus on. And that might give us, you know, if we have festivals or seasons or concentrated events, something that sponsors might be interested in. I mean, our external fundraising beyond box office and public funding has been lamentable. We need people in Hackney, in Hammersmith, to pick up time out and go, what's on a Hackney Empire? God, I want to see that. And that isn't happening. There's been this uh, policy of excellence that kind of gets introduced by the Arts Council that really to be able to engage 1,200 people for 
two and a half hours is that's artistic excellence <laughs> you know. we're going to be petitioning we're going to do as much as we can fundraising running anything we can do to keep it open and to let people know that hackney empire has to stay in hackney for the people of hackney uh, we're saddened that our case is now so be made redundant as with her immediate boss frank well we're all gathered here to go and see this special show and then we have this special surprise for Kate, which she doesn't know about. So we just sitting around waiting. Here come the girl! Here come the girl! I just feel without Kate, there's no me. The Hackney Empire will never die. It is now a Grade Two star listed building, so um, it is protected and um, you know, it will find a use, I'm sure. If Hackney Empire closed, Hackney is poor. It just becomes poor, isn't it? Roll on the Hackney Empire. Long lay it rain, we have to keep it going.